Hey all, welcome back to the Fire and Water Cooking Podcast. I'm Darren, and today we're going to have a great guest on, Mr. Ryan Neely. He is in the marketing department of Camp Chef, and we're going to talk about all things Camp Chef's doing and what they offer. I'll be right back with Ryan. Smoking, grilling, getting hot and hotter, sous vide and chilling from fire and water. Welcome back to the Fire and Water Cooking Podcast. I'm Darren. I'm your host. And today we have a special guest, Mr. Ryan Neely. He is the marketing manager of Camp Chef, and I am a big supporter of Camp Chef products. Ryan, welcome, and go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, thanks, Darren. I'm happy to join you on today's podcast. Um, you know, I don't really know where to start, but like you said, I'm the marketing manager at Camp Chef. Um I, I live and Camp Chef is located in northern Utah. So we're about an hour and a half north of Salt Lake City um, up here in just a small in a, in a little college town. It's a great place to be, a great place to live. Um, and Camp Chef's an awesome company to work for. I've been here for almost eight years now and um, I've loved every minute of it. It's such a fun job you know i love the products that we make um but most of all i think i like the industry that we're in and and, you know working with and and meeting with and talking with people like yourself darren it's a fun it's a fun environment to be in fun place to be and and most of all the people both in camp chef and and especially outside of camp chef great so how did you how did you start with them did you come right out of college did you start uh, as an intern how did you get there that's you know i started as an intern um i had a friend i had a connection um and i got my former boss's phone number i called him up and i said hey i want to i want i love camp chef i'm like i, I i'll come work for free um i just want to get a little experience in my belt and i wanted to get in this industry um you know, Camp Chef does a lot in the outdoor industry and also in the cooking, grilling, barbecue space. And I wanted to work um, in a lot of uh, in the outdoor industry. And so I I, uh, I just called them up and said, hey, I want to come work for free. Anyways, they brought me on as, a, as an intern part-time, ended up paying me, which is great during school. So I kept two jobs for a while. And then, and then after about a year, I graduated and came on full-time um, and have held you know, various jobs in the marketing department. Um, but now I'm, I'm a, the marketing manager and I do all, all sorts of work. We wear a lot of hats here. And so um, that's part of what makes it so fun. So what is your main job that you do right now that, that you're daily, when you walk in the door, you're having to take care of? I know it's, you probably wear a lot of hats. But. Yeah. Yeah, we do. A, I do a lot of stuff. Um you know, this morning I came in and I work with I work with a lot of people like yourself, Darren, who um, you know are are influential in the in the in the barbecue or outdoor market in some capacity, whether that's through social media, um, you know, or, or any other type of outlets that we work with. I work a lot more with some of the people in, in the social media world, um, and then I also help with uh, product launches and product development, for example. Um, kind of work with our product team to do a lot of that stuff. We give feedback on some of the products we're developing. And then also a big part is product launches and bringing them to market, 
uh, making sure everything's ready to go once we have it out, getting all the images lined up. You know, I, I help and work a lot in some of our photo and video shoots and events and all sorts of different stuff. I mean, you name it. It's, marketing is such a fun place to be. And, and that, I think that's why I love my job so much because I'm doing something different every day. Last week we did, this was great. This is, this is a fun part that people don't see, but last week we're out doing a, we're shooting some videos for our, our YouTube and social media channels. And we were kind of doing a video on how to reverse sear. So we had a ribeye roast, cut it up into four different steaks. And we did a video on reverse searing and how do you reverse sear and all that. We kind of go into details on that. So um, you can check out our YouTube channel or YouTube page and um, that should be up within the next couple weeks or months. We'll probably get that up. We've got a whole line of videos coming. But anyways, then after those things are done, that's what we ate for lunch. And we each had like, I don't know, there was only four of us and we had four of these huge steaks. And it was great. It's fun, but cooked perfect. The best, you know, the best tasting steak I've ever had. And, and uh, it's great because you can all do it on your grill and Anyway, so we're, we're always doing that kind of stuff. It's fun. So you work with like uh, Susie Bullock and stuff from Hey Grill Hey. And I do. Uh, Melissa over at the uh, Camp Chef Smoker Smokers, you know, Facebook yeah. group and things like that as yeah, well. So. I work with I work with both of them. And, and uh, if you're listening to this and you don't know who they are, get on Facebook or get on the Internet. Just look up Hey Grill Hey. Her name's Susie Bullock. She's great. Man, Susie puts out a lot of good stuff. Yeah, I follow a lot of her stuff. I mean, she does a one of the she's one of the people that inspired me to start my own stuff. So, yeah, yeah, great story. You know, she just kind of started doing this on her own, or her husband Todd ended up quitting his day job and is now working, um, working for her with her. Um, anyways, but they do good, great stuff. And if you're, if you know, if you just want to learn, like. Cooking in general, I think, can be so intimidating, you know, and and difficult. You know, I remember when I first started, I thought, how ribs, like, how am I going to do with these ribs? And it was intimidating. It was, I just, for whatever reason, I couldn't understand it. Anyway, Susie's great. She really dumbs it down and makes it just great and simple and, and kind of helps you see, oh, okay, I can totally do that, you know. Um, so she's great. And then and you mentioned Melissa, too. If you're listening to this podcast – Hop on um, Facebook and look up Camp Chef Smokers Smokers. It's a, a Facebook group, Camp Chef Smokers Smokers. They're great. One of the administrators, her, main, her name's Melissa. Um, anyway, it's a great group. It's not owned by Camp Chef. We don't own it. We don't run it. We, in fact, we try to stay out of it. Um, but it's a. am a part of the group, and I love seeing people post their recipes and their food. Everybody's cooking. Um, I'm not very active in there just because I'm an employee. So I kind of like, right. Yeah. It's hard to, um, I, I'm a part of a few, uh, grill or other type of manufacturer type groups, you know, that are fan type based groups. And yeah. it's hard, you know, come out of Joe's got a big one and, but they're not, it's like you, you know, you're, they're not really part of it. It's not owned by them. It's run by fans, but there's so many people, that try to get customer service uh, things settled through the Facebook group that's run by fans. And it's like, you know, this isn't a customer service thing owned by yeah. the company, you know, so go through the regular channels of customer service. Yeah, it's, You know, you mentioned that it's funny because 
I'll I'll be on there and I'll, I'll see something come up and someone has a question. Hey, what about this? And I'm thinking, oh well, you know, the correct way to use this product, you, you know, we designed this feature for this, or the correct way to use it is this, and and uh, so I'll get on and read the comments. And and uh, Melissa's great; she's awesome. She's always on there correcting people. But it's funny because people don't always know that's not really the best route to go. <laughs> Just because you're getting other people's opinions or whatever, they might not be the best, you know, when it's designed for a specific thing. So, you know, you can always contact the manufacturer or whatever. That's definitely the best route for right. For the I mean, I know that uh, one of the bigger, you know, uh, sous vide circulators, Anova, you know, the guy who runs their social media stuff. I mean, it's always constant, you know, trying to send people to the proper channels for customer service if they have an issue. And, you know, people go on the groups and think that, you know, like it's not, this is not what it's for. It's for sharing recipes for, you know, things, how to use it in different ways. Like you said, instead of, Hey, it's not doing what it needs to do. You know, can I get a warranty? And it's like, you know, go through the regular customer service. And And that's kind of what I try to do as well. And anything that I represent or like, you know, people ask me, I said, Hey, you know, things break, things have issues, contact the company, you know, it's great too. Uh, We've got a really good customer service team here and it's fun being on the back end of this because I get to see things a little differently. I mean, you know, they're upstairs here at the office and, and just their office directly below them is our engineers. And it doesn't happen often, but if when they it happens when they need to, we'll see some of the engineers, you know, they're they're getting they they walk down there, hey, a person's asking about this, you know, we've never seen this before, blah, 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 or something, and they get the engineer's perspective on it. Um, you know, and, and it's great to see everything's under one roof. And so all the resources are here. And so they can pick up the phone, they can walk to the office next, you know, next door and and they can get all the answers they need. And we've got a great customer service team too. They, they really, uh, they, we do our best to take care of our customers and, you know, they're willing to go out and support Camp Chef. We want to you know, definitely support our customers too. So let's talk about that. Let's get into the history and the evolution of Camp Chef a little bit. How did they start? Um, where are they going? You know, what is their, uh, what got them into some of the things that they're in? So let's give me a brief history of, uh, you know, from the marketing perspective of where Camp Chef came from, where it's going. It's a great company. I'll tell you, we, so Camp Chef started in 1990. So we'll be we'll be celebrating our 30th year next year, um, and Camp Chef started here in in northern Utah. Um, and these guys they they worked at a, at a machine or a, a metal fabrication company. Um, anyways, and avid outdoorsmen, you know they love the outdoors. They were always cooking for scout groups and church groups and whatnot. Um, anyway, at the time they kind of, he knew there, there needed to be a better way to, a better way to cook. I mean, um, camp chef and camp chef started in the campsite. So if you keep that in mind, there had, there had to be a better way to cook in, in camp, you know, you're cooking for a group of 10, 15, 20, 30 people. Um, at the time there was only the little tiny green stoves. 
you know the kind. Um, right. And it was, Either that or you had to use the little charcoal grill hibachi type thing that was at the campsite. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it just is not. It's not easy when you're cooking for a crowd um, and let alone you want to cook good food, you know. Um, so anyway, they were there and they kind of built up and designed um, this two burner stove. And funny, the same – it's almost not – identical but it's very similar to the same stove that we have today um you know if you look up like our explore stove or our pro 60 stove it's a two burner has thirty thousand btus per burner so very powerful but you can adjust it you know if you want to do something very delicate you can turn it down low if you want to crank it up to boil a big pot of corn you can do that you know the legs fold up um some models have folding side shells whatever anyways this great stove and it's so good for like tailgating and in camp, you know, if you're going to the park for a, a big cookout or whatever, you can grab that. Um, anyway, so they started making those in the early nineties and they were really popular. They started selling a lot out here in the Intermountain West. Um, so then he's like, you know what, we've, we've, we've got to cook more. We've got to be able to do more on this stove. And so they built these, accessories to go on there and one was a grill so it's a, a i mean a, just a, a we call it a grill box and it's a grill that sits on top of your stove and um, they got cast iron grates and a, and a lid and everything and it cooks really good it cooks great anyway so now you just turned your stove into like a barbecue grill and then you can pull that off and you can do a griddle so you have you know a big steel griddle you can set that right on top of your stove and now you're cooking bacon and eggs or whatever. And so now you have this one cooking piece that can do all these, you know, you can boil, you can throw a cast iron skillet on there, a big griddle, a grill. Um, you can put a Dutch oven and do Dutch oven cooking on there. Anyway, so with these accessories, these stoves, you can really do anything that you want. And more recently in the past few years since I've been here, we designed a artisan oven. So very similar to like a, a wood fired brick oven type thing. And you can crank out awesome artisan pizzas on there more than just a pizza oven too. You can do all sorts of stuff, but this whole stove thing is, you know, now we have got two burner stoves, three burner stoves, single burner stoves, and they're portable. They break down, take them wherever you want. And that's kind of worked the products that camp chef was based off of in the early nineties. And then in the two thousands, they started doing um, more cast iron products like Dutch ovens and cast iron skillets. And we've got a great line of cast iron and uh, we're continuing to do more there. And then probably around 2000, let's see, six, we started doing smokers. And a lot of this comes from our customer base. We're seeing that our customers, they really like to cook well, and I say our customers, but also us too. These guys here at Camp Chef, I mean, come to Camp Chef and you've got a great background of outdoorsmen and cooks and chefs and all different people. But um, anyway, so in 2006, we, you know, they started looking at, hey, you know, a lot of their customers, they really like food and they want to eat good food in camp. And that's what we're giving them is the ability to cook good food at the tailgate or in camp or wherever and the ability to do that. Well, let me ask you a quick question. Yeah. Insert here. What made them start with a, a gas uh, powered stove instead of 
you know, they don't have any kind of charcoal or wood or anything like that. Um, everything is kind of gas powered. So personally me, if I was looking to do camp stuff, I would have probably had thrown some kind of, uh, charcoal cooking stuff because yeah i i myself did a lot of the uh, scout leader cookouts and i did most of the cooking because i've just always cooked so it was always a challenge to bring stuff out to the campsite but i would bring my portable you know smoker wood fired smoker and do stuff like that so was there any um that you know of any kind of reason that they just chose like the gas and the pellet fired stuff yeah so early on Early on, it was just gas grilling or gas cooking, and it was for stove, two, three burner stoves that we were making. Um, and there's a couple reasons that we, we, I wasn't there at the time, that they did gas. Um, number one, I think, is convenience. You know, when you're in camp, there's a lot, there's just a lot of stuff. You know, if you're camping, um, you have all your sleeping, your living things, you, you know, and then all your food and then not to mention food, but your cooking equipment. Um, there's just a lot of stuff. And so gas is, it's ready, readily available. It's simple. Um, anyway, so, so there's definitely the convenience factor. You turn it on, you have heat. Um, and then also very controllable, you know, if you work or, or talk with a chef, go in their kitchen, they're going to have a big stove range and they need heat. Um, sometimes they'll need a lot of heat, but it needs to be adjustable too, because you need to cook on the high end and on the low end. Um, so that's where they designed these 30,000 BTU burners that you can crank it up. I mean, 30,000 BTUs, just a, a little perspective there. If you have a gas range at home, your big burner, your high output burner at home uh, is probably between 12 to 15,000 BTUs on average. Um, so it's about double that output. So there's a lot of heat there and you, you know what you might ask why so much power, um, when you're, when you're cooking out in the elements or whatever, it's just good to have that extra power when you need it. I rarely use it, but there is occasion if I'm boiling something big or if it's really windy or whatever, then I'll, I, I have the ability to do that. Yeah. You got to have to compensate for wind and stuff. It's uh, uh -huh. you're not in a controlled environment and like in your house. So you got to be able to do that. Yeah. And, and I can see why, you know uh, what you're saying that the gas is a lot more convenient and yeah. easy to bring into a camp area, but also it's good for catering and stuff. I know that you know, guy Freddie's, you know, kind of your sponsor right now. And he, in some of his videos, he kind of says how when he was first starting to get into catering, they use these a lot. And yeah. I can see that where these type of, uh, you know, outdoor stoves are, like you said, you can control them a lot better. And um, if you're doing any kind of any kind of outdoor cooking or catering, you know, where you're not just cooking barbecue or, or burgers, you need that. So Yeah. But, and it's, uh, it, and it, can can be, it can be very versatile, too. I kind of talked about the accessories that you put on there. You know, it can be really versatile. It, it allows us to be extremely versatile. So we can put our artisan oven on there, a grill, a griddle, whatever, and still have the, the precise control that we need. So then they started expanding into like the cast iron stuff. and Yeah. And, uh... yeah so um, about in the early 2000s, we started doing cast iron. And then around 2005, 2006, we started doing some vertical smokers again still gas is a gas powered smoker or smoke vault um 
In fact, they're actually a really great product. Um, if you really, if you want to start getting into that at, at a low price point, you can check those out. And then probably around 2000, let's see when I started here, 2012, 14, we started again, just seeing wh who our customers were, you know, they really like to cook in camp and these guys are the guys at home cooking a lot at home. So we were, you know, trying to cater to their needs and, and, and that's where we started making pellet grills too. And now we have a whole line of wood-fired pellet grills. And more, more recently, what we've done is we have combined the two products. And so now you have your pellet grill and we have a, a product called the Sidekick, which is very similar to our stoves that I talked about, the, the modular system that you can, with these 30,000 BTU burners. Um, so now you have that included with your pellet grill. And so you have this, you know, a pellet grill that can do your low and slow, cook up to 500 degrees, you're burning wood, you're getting that flavor, and it's automatically controlled. A great thing to have on your back patio for cooking, barbecue, whatever. And then you have the sidekick there that just gives you more and more opportunity to cook. I mentioned it, we were doing videos last week on reverse searing. We use the sidekick to do that sear, the high heat sear. You can do that on the griddle. Um, you can get a grill box attachment, artisan pizza attachment, and there really is not much you can't get. I mean, besides sous vide, if it's not sous vide, you can really almost cook it on this a pellet grill, yeah. camp chef grill. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get more into some of the details in some of these products too down the road. I just wanted to uh, kind of do it overall. Yeah. It just kind of, it just, um, you know, when you look at where they started, and where they are now and where they're going it um one of the things that really impresses me with camp chef is they do like to innovate they don't keep the products the same they try to make things where like you said they are multiple purpose you know they they're not just one thing they can do multiple things and the portability of them and the you know usability you know and um, that's one of the things I do. Like I said, I, I like is that it's not just, and it's well thought out. Um, it's not just something that's just thrown out there because of somebody said, Hey, why don't you guys, uh, you know, do a pellet grill, you know, okay, we'll just, you know, throw some cheap Chinese parts together and throw one out there and, uh, you know, stick our name on it and see what happens, which that's what happens with a lot of products these days. And mm -hmm. you can see that yeah. when you go on Amazon, even in the, in the sous vide uh, market, there's so many sous vide products on Amazon right now, about 85% of them are cheap garbage yeah. that, you know, aren't going to last very long that you don't know who, you know, the manufacturer is cause they've got, you know, the same name on like the same model for diff eight different companies. So, um, and it's not like that with camp chef, you know, you can actually look at a camp chef and it's totally different than another pellet grill that sit next to it. Well, so. we wanted, and that's what we wanted to do before camp chef started doing pellet grills is make sure that we've got something different. How can we, you know, that we saw a few areas that we could improve on that we could make better for the, the customers. And then, you know, we did see that, Hey, you know, a lot of people buying these pellet grills what happens is it comes time for them to do buy a new grill and uh, you know, they want to get rid of their gas grill or whatever. And so they're like, Oh, I want to get a pellet grill. So they do. And then they end up keeping their gas grill. And so now they've got two grills on their patio. You know, maybe unlike you or me have more than 
more than one, but most people just have one or want to have one. Um, anyways, well, we thought, well, you know what, we can really, by bringing what we've done to the, with our stoves and we combine those two together, um, it's the perfect match and, and it works out well. That's one thing that does surprise me though, is that they never came out with a, just a regular gas grill. Um, you know, they didn't, uh, you know, they had the stove and they got the grill box, but they didn't come out with, let's just say, you know, a, a two burner gas grill. Um, but I guess it's because everybody and their brother has one of those out there. Well, so yeah, they're out it, there. And I think with what we've got, you can accomplish everything, you know, your gas grill, you're, you're grilling and that's, and, uh, right. And that's what it is. So. Gotcha. So let's talk about, let's go into what you do as you have to market all these different various products to, uh, you know, on your social media platforms and, 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 you know, you're part of the whole marketing department. So I'm sure they, they've got different uh, channels that they have to uh, look at for the different products as well, because they are diverse. I mean, your barbecue guy may not be your, the same guy that uh, is looking at the camp stove and, and, and all that. And you got your, you know, cast iron stuff is still more towards the guy who's the outdoorsy person, but um, you know, and you got some other, other products out there. I'm sure that um, have different, uh, you know, different clientele. So what's it like trying to market all these different things to different, different people? Well, um, two words come to mind when you ask that question, it's tough. It's not easy, but it's fun. I've always said, if I'm not having fun doing my job, then I'm doing something wrong. Um, and so, and I say it's tough, you know, we've got a very diverse market. Um, you know, I'm, we're dealing with guys who, I mean, our, some of our products have, have been at Mount Ever, up on Mount Everest at the base camp, you know, and they've been used there. And so you're dealing with people who, who are doing those types of, of extreme activities, you know, whether it's river rafting or mountain climbing or, or, you know, going back on big hunts on horses or whatever. But then we're also dealing with people who, who cook and barbecue now on the competition side. You know, I work with some, a few competition teams and they're out on the competition circuit using our pellet grills. And so we have a very diverse marketplace on with totally different ends of the spectrum, depending on what products, you know, they're, they're using, um, which makes it challenging at times, but also it's fun and a great opportunity for us too. Um, because we've got such diverse, a diverse crowd and it's great because they all, it's so fun to watch too, because they all love food and food is what brings them in and what brings them together. And there's this common tie there of the revolves around food and, and cooking. Since, since you've been there, um, how have you seen the camp chef brand, uh, grow? I mean, it, the, the brand name itself, cause you know, everybody knows that, you know, having a, a good brand name that people can associate with, uh, how, how has that grown? Because, you know, starting out any company starting out, you're, you're unknown. When I first started out, you know, fire and water, who's that, you know, but now after, I've been doing it for a year. So I, now I've got people who know who I am and what I do. So, um, the camp chef brand, when I, when I hear about it, I think of quality and, and like I said before, innovation and, you know, always changing and making things that make sense. So 
how how do you th- see that? Yeah, so the eight um, years you've been there. You know, we've. That's a great question. Me thinking back on it, you know, being on the inside too. It's like, wow, we've. You know, I think back and I'm like, holy cow, our our brand really has grown a ton. Um, and for various reasons, there's a lot of various things to do that. But I I think one of the one of the great things that has helped us grow is just through social media and and which also word of mouth and word of mouth on social media. Um, and that's grown the camp chef brand so much over the years and, and just tremendous growth. It's been so fun to see when I started here, social media was, it was there, you know, um, but it, it just wasn't being utilized not only by us, but uh, most brands, especially in the, within this industry, just weren't utilizing social media the way that they should. Um, and those kinds of things, you know, just help, just help gotten the word out there. And then, and then as the other great thing too, is word of mouth, you know, someone gets a camp chef product and they have a barbecue and invite their neighbors over. Um, and they're like, wow, this food's great. You know, how did you cook this? And, oh, well, come here, I'll show you. And they show them the product and they, here's, this is my pellet girl and this is how it works and this is where that flavor's coming from. Um, and then they go out and buy one and they do the same thing. And then, and, and it just domino, big, it just, word of mouth is huge. Um, and then they're sharing all that on social media. I mean, every time you cook, cook good food, you take a picture of it and share it. Just hop on that Camp Chef Smokers Smokers or any group on Facebook, any food group on Facebook, and you you get a ton of that. What about the grill god? How much did he uh, increase the uh, <laughs> sales oh, yeah. of the pellet grills? Yeah, so in 2000, what was that? 2017, we, we worked with a marketing agency here in Utah, and we did a, a, a digital marketing campaign with our woodwind grill. Actually, is the grill that we – that we selected for that. And we launched the woodwind grill through this campaign. And we kind of had this funny video with this guy who's a grill God. And he came and, and showed the character, you know, how to cook, um, how to actually cook good food and threw his, his old grill away and gets him this pellet grill. And anyway, that was a great campaign. I think, you know, the, the views were phenomenal. I, I want to say it's probably north of 30 million views on those videos now. Anyway, but that really helped get the word out for the Camp Chef brand. And there were some, you know, definitely some challenges. And looking back, there's some things that I would have done differently there for sure. But it really introduced the Camp Chef brand more into this pellet grill market. Hey, we're, we've got a great product here. We're a key player in this world. And, um, you know, the fans agree. And they agreed with their wallets. And they came and said, hey, this is the product I want to buy. I've seen it before. My neighbors had it. My friends had it, whatever. Um, I'm ready to buy it. And so they do. And then, and then they share it with the world too. I could see it was uh, probably a big, uh, you know, a big jump in, in sales from that because it was a good campaign. It was a good uh, laid out commercial. Yeah. Um, it, it really sold the um, convenience of the product compared to, you know, a gas grill and you know it's the convenience of a gas grill compared to you know 
uh, having it in a, in a smoker. Yeah. Whereas most people think of a smoker, it's, oh, I got to get the wood, the charcoal, and then the, all this stuff. It takes forever to get it going, and you got to keep it going. So um, it really was a great campaign. So speaking of great campaigns, we're going to take a little bit of break, and I'm going to uh, have a little commercial here with Inkbird, who is the sponsor of the podcast. And we will be right back with Ryan Neely from Camp Chef. Hey all, it's Darren. I want to welcome a new sponsor to the podcast, Inkbird Products. Inkbird's been around since 2010. They make some good uh, humidity controllers, temp controllers, thermometers. They just released a new line of uh, barbecue thermometers. I actually have the IBT4XS model, which is a Bluetooth 4-probe barbecue thermometer. It has up to 150 foot range on the Bluetooth, has built-in uh, times and temps for different meats, works really great. Check them out, Inkbird products, you can find them on my Amazon store on the link on my uh, website. Also you can check them out on Facebook, Inkbird Barbecue, you can join their group. They have discount codes, giveaways all the time. But welcome Inkbird Barbecue products to the Fire and Water podcast. Check them out, guys. Thanks. All right, Ryan, we're back. We were just talking about the grill god. We were getting into, you know, the marketing um, of the, especially the uh, pellet grill, the woodwind, um, which I'm a big fan of. Actually, I, I had my brother buy one with the uh, sidekick uh, last, uh, actually, earlier this year. Um, he was replacing his gas grill and asked my opinion. And I said, well, if you want something that, that can do everything and that can be a smoker and a grill and, and uh sear and all that, you need to get the uh, woodwind. So he ended up getting, getting the woodwind with the uh, sidekick. And like I said before, I think that the, one of the biggest things that I love about camp chef and one of the things that attracted me so much is the innovation in the pellet grills and, and the other products that they offer, like you said, with the stoves that have the uh, different, um, you know, attachments to them, the flat top griddles where you take the, you can take the griddle off and it's also a, a, a gas grill if you want it to be. Um, and, and then the quality that's put into everything as well. So, um, you know, let's talk a little, let's talk a little bit more about that stuff. The innovation that comes with what you guys offer that some of the others don't. Yeah. You know, especially on the pellet grill side, um, I think there's so much that you can do on there's well first of all a pellet grill is great because it's so versatile and there's a lot that you can do there. Um now don't get me wrong, I think a lot if you've got a smoker like a stick burner or something, I love that stuff. That is the best. And and you know that you you can get online, you can read some of these forms or whatever a lot of people are back and forth on pellet grills and whatnot. But, you know, I've really become a believer in pellet grills and what they can do. And, and they really are introducing a lot of people into barbecue. Um, if it's not just the low and slow, I mean, you can, you can crank it up to 500 degrees. I love doing veggies on there, um, potatoes, those kinds of things. One of the great innovations that Camp Chef has done with our pellet grill is we have a feature on someone, I think you have this one on your grill too, um, is a slide and grill feature. So it's kind of hard to describe without showing you, but when you have a pellet grill, there's a burn pot that burns pellets, which creates the heat. And there's usually a diffuser plate over that to help create so you have very even heat and even cooking 
within your cooking chamber. And that's what you want when you're doing ribs or a brisket or something. Um, but when you want to get a really high heat, what you can do is you can slide there's a knob and a little lever there that you can pull and that slides the heat diffuser out of the way, which allows you to have more of an indirect cook. And this is a great feature when doing like, if I'm doing chicken, uh, chicken thighs or something, I'm definitely doing it with the slide and grill method. I'm going to crank it up. Maybe I'll do it low and slow at first to get a little smoke on there. And then I'll crank it up, crisp that spin skin. I'll do the slide and grill. I'll open that up to get that indirect, that higher heat. And it's awesome. It's really good. Yeah, I have the uh, slide and grill. And it is good for things like that where you want to get a little bit of a char. Yeah. Um, it is a little bit limiting because you're just limited to the area of the, the burn pot Correct. if you want that. But you, like you said, if you're just doing a one a, like a pieces of chicken or something, you know, it's really easy to slide that thing back and do it. The uh, It's not something that's going to replace the sear box when you want that great sear on a reverse seared steak. I think some of the innovations like, you know, the sear box and just the ash removal, uh, you know, function of the, <laughs> the camp chef pellet grills to me was like one of the big things is because everyone, you know, that's something that you guys patented that nobody else can actually do till the, the patent expires but um you know everybody else you got to take your you know vacuum cleaner and vacuum it out yeah you know instead of dumping the ash with the you know pulling a handle which to me it may sound like a little thing but you know that's one of the things i didn't want to have to do is you know suck it out you know with a vacuum cleaner every time i wanted to get you know because the burn pot you know get, get filled pretty quick yeah so yeah and that's a thing that you know again we looked at pellet grills and we thought, okay, they're lacking really high heat and the ability to sear any pellet grill. I mean, you can you, your your highest heat is about 500 degrees, and so it's very hard to get that higher heat. And yeah, you can bring in a cast iron pan. There's some little things that you can do, you know. So we added the slide and grill method, which helped, um, and that's a great. It is a great way to cook, but like you said, there's definitely a learning curve there, and there's some different things. But if you if you have it, you have the ability ability to use it the other thing that we've added is the ash clean out you know we looked at pellet grills and we said you know what these things they burn they burn ash and they require you to pull out the insides and vacuum them out well let's let's uh find a way to fix that and so you know we have this patented ash clean out system that you just pull a lever your ash drops out and you're good to go um you know i'd still recommend cleaning your grill at least once a year um or more. Yeah. I mean, I do it like every six, maybe, yeah. maybe three to six months, Depending but how much but, you know, I don't have to, I don't have to do it after every cook. That's the thing. You yeah. know, it, I don't have to do it to every time to empty out my, uh, you know, the burn pot, which you do on the other ones, even if, you know, some of the you know, more expensive models, you know, like the Yoders and stuff, the, you know, they're, they're, you know, $1,500 and plus, and you still got to vacuum them out yep. after every yeah. every time and also i like the you know, the fact that of the uh you can change the pellets out too because you know i might not always want to cook with pecan or hickory or i want to might want to try the cherry pellets so um you know the being able to empty out the pellets uh and and swap them out for different kinds yeah. you know is always important too so that you know that's little things like that this the attention to the, those little details is what i like about what cam chef offers well, and, that, and that's where we really wanted to add the the sidekick and the sear box you know we first came out with the sear box 
to give people the ability to get a high heat sear. Um, not only that, but sometimes it's like, you know what, I just want to throw a burger on and, and I don't want to get into this big thing. I've only got 30 minutes to cook and eat. And so it gives you the ability to do something really quick too. But also an excellent, excellent sear, great crust on the uh, steak or meat or whatever you plan to do. And then the sidekick, man, that's such a great product that you can cook whatever you want. You're you're really not limited by your equipment, you know, and and that's what we wanted. That's what Camp Chef wanted to offer and wanted to serve to our customers is the ability to to let them explore and cook however, whatever they want, however they would, would like without having you know, 10 different grills on your patio. This one does this, this one does this. Um, but the other thing to know is just because it's versatile, it doesn't, it's not lacking in uh, quality. You know, if you get the sidekick and, and you want to cook on that griddle and you want to do a nice Philly cheesesteak sandwich, man, that griddle's awesome. It's a really good quality, you know, seasoned steel. It's big, thick seasoned steel griddle, as good as you're going to get on any other big, griddle that you buy similar to our flat top grills you know that's the same it's actually the same griddle that we use on the sidekick anyways so it's awesome and in your ability to do multiple things at once like reverse sear steak or when i do wings this is i i usually like to smoke my wings first and then i'll have a fry pot on there with some oil and so i'll smoke them and then i'll finish them in the fryer so that way you're getting the best of both you know crispy skin a fried wing but then that's also got that nice good wood-fired flavor that that I was looking for. So I'll usually, you know, combo them up and get creative with it and and there's so much that you can do. Yeah, especially if you know, if somebody, you know, a retired couple or just has limited outdoor space to have a grill. I mean, the the woodwind with the sidekick and then buy the barbecue box if you want to uh have that as well, you know, for the searing option. But uh, just to have that, or like you said, you know, you got your burner for a, for a pot if you want to do a big thing of chili or what have you. Even a pan, like I, this, this yeah. is my, I know you have the sear box here, but this is my opinion. I love a pan sear. I mean, I just, all the contact on the surface there. If I have got a big ribeye, that's the way I'm going to, and you can do that, you know, very easily on the sidekick. Just put a big cast iron pan on there. Um smoke that you know your steak um bring it over and give it a nice crust sear it off i love it and then you can make a nice pan sauce in the in Exa- the uh, cast iron exactly pan. yeah so you can use it for that too um but uh yeah the flat top i you know recently got the ftg 600 and i, I you know i looked at these uh, over a year and a half ago and compared them with the black stones and I've watched plenty of videos, but it's the overall quality of the product itself. Yeah. You know, the griddle coming pre-seasoned is very important. You know, the ability of the, uh, the, uh, side shells to fold down really easy. You know, the overall design of the product is a lot more functional, and that's what I like, you know, with Camshift, all their products are like that. Everything is well thought out and well designed and well engineered. It's just not thrown together, Yeah. which a lot of these other, other products that, you know, will go nameless <laughs> because people will yell at me about it, but they're not as well thought out. So, yeah. Well, and that's, I, I've always said that if you've, with marketing it, you, you've got to start out with a good product. Nope. I mean, that's the bottom line. If you don't have a good quality product from there all your marketing is just, you know, smoke and mirrors from there. Um, and we've got 
believe me, we've got room to improve on our marketing. Um, but we've started with a great product and I think that's the most important thing that we've got going for us. And now it's just, it's, it's important for us to get the word out there and educate these people on our products so that they can understand how much they can really do with it and what they can do with it. I was going to change gears and talk about flat top grills for a second. I, um, you know, you mentioned the flat top grills. Those are awesome. If you don't have a flat top grill or if you have a camp chef grill and you get, get a sidekick or a flat top grill, anyway, cooking on a griddle is, is it's, it's great. There's so many great things you can do there. You know, the, I, I've recently discovered how wonderful smash burgers are. I've always just grilled burgers, but I don't know, for whatever reason, maybe they just skipped my radar or I, or I never gave them the credit they deserved. But, you know, a, a smash burger on a griddle, no question, the best burger you're going to have. And there's so much that you can do on a flat top grill. They're easy to use. They're easy to clean. They're the, I love them, man. Yeah, they're they're very versatile. I, I used to work in the restaurant business, so anybody yeah. that's ever worked in a restaurant yeah. knows how how most of your cooking, you know, especially if you're working in a you know, place that does, you know, lunch and breakfast, most of the stuff you're cooking is on a flat top. Yeah. You know, it's hardly ever you know, hardly in an oven or on a, a grill grill. It's on a griddle, it's on a flat top, but there's many, so much you can do. I don't know how many guys like you have said they say I love this flat top grill. It reminds me when I was 16 and I worked at the golf course, I was cooking, you know, or, or like, I love this flat top. When I was going to school, I was working at the, the local diner when I was in college and this is what we cooked on, you know? Anyway, it's funny how that brings back. Those, those. Oh, it does. I mean, and it's just shows you how versatile and to have that on your back, you know, your back porch where you can go out there and make, you know, Anything you can imagine—it's so hard to do on your stove and, and just a, a little pan. So, and, and it is—it's very versatile, and I can understand how people get you know love them, whether it's what brand it is. But to me, the brand is important because of the you know just the the whole design of the of the griddle itself is really important to me. So, um, but yeah, I, I love I love it, and uh, I cook out it all the time. But yeah, I make smash burgers at least once a week. My my uh, family loves them. So They're the best. If I if I stopped making them, you know, I probably would get in trouble. But uh, <laughs> keep making them. I'll come. I'll be coming down. So, what's coming up in the future with uh, Camp Chef that you can tell us about? Any other new? you know, changes or designs, anything that they're going to be adding, taking away? You know, we've talked a lot about innovation. I'll just say this, just keep an eye out, watch, follow Camp Chef, you know, sign up for our email list um, and you will be some of the first to know um, about some of Camp Chef's new upcoming products. We're going to be have, we've got stuff coming out this fall and then later this fall, we have new products coming out. I'm not going to share details with you. But I will say if you found this podcast and you're listening to this podcast, you're going to want to see the new products that we have coming to the market. Camp Chef's always pushing innovation, and that's what we're doing again here. Well, let's talk about one of the things that I really – I don't have, but I thought was one of the more impressive things that I thought was that the new Pursuit, the portable pellet grill. Uh-huh. Because, you know, your normal woodwind and or the Smoke Pro, it's not something you're really going to – drag out to a tailgate or a camp or anything like that but the pursuit is something you can yeah you know it's funny when we were when we were making that the the 
the former, the founder of Camp Chef actually came in and he's like, we got to, you know, we, a lot of our customers are taking our big grills out. You know, we need to get something for the guy going out to the racetrack and his RV or whatever. Um, just how can we bring this into a compact size? He said, but I don't want to, I saw the, I saw this other one. It was like a little Barbie grill. I don't want this little Barbie grill, you know? Um, and, and, and believe me, there's a lot of great, good, there's a lot of good grills out there, good pellet grills or whatever. But this, this one in, this one in particular, he'd refer to as the little Barbie grill. And so I just remember that. And as we were building this product and, um, it's, it's a really good grill. It's great quality. Um, you know, it's heavy, it's sturdy. Um, and it's not, it's not small, you know, you're still going to, I could still fit four racks of rib ribs or a full brisket. You know, you got two shelves in there, but yet, you know, the folding leg design is a little bit more compact in the cooking chamber. Um, you know, you can throw it in your truck bed and, and, uh, take it to camp or take it to the racetrack or the, the football game or whatever. And it has the cool thing about that pursuit is it has all the features that are big, you know, inline grills have, you know, it has the slide grill option. It has the, all your digital high smoke, low smoke goes up to 500 degrees, all that kind of stuff. Your um, has all those cool the ash, ash clean out and everything. Yeah. And, and like you said, the way they, and, and they do this in all the grills now is the way they develop the cooking chamber, the having the flat back is really because most of you know, most of the other ones you see out there, the Traegers or what have you, they're all round like yeah. a like a barrel, and that's not a, the most optimal way to design a cooking chamber, no. because you're you know you're losing all that room that you get by making that back flat, yeah. and that pursuit, you, you know, I can tell in the wood and in the, in the smoke pro that I have compared to some of the other ones out there, but you can really tell in that pursuit, um, it gives you so much more room for a compact portable you know, a smoker that, um, I mean, it's like you said, it's like some of the other, you know, standard model, uh, pellet grills has more room than they do. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's got, it's got some good square inches on it. And, and, and not only that, but we also talk, you know, and this is kind of more important, maybe on the bigger grills, not the pursuit. That's the more portable one, but uh, is cubic inches. Um, and how important that is because when you're, you know, you're doing tur- Thanksgiving's coming up. You're going to be cooking a turkey or two. Um, you know, and can you fit that in your grill? And that's where cubic inches and in, in the volume of your grill really comes into play because your square inches, a turkey doesn't take up a ton of room. I mean, it it does, but not a lot. Um, most grills could fit the square inches of a turkey quite easily, uh, like a 20 pound, 25 pound bird but it's that vertical space that you really need. And and then when there's the, you know, the barrel shaped design, you know, that, that we see a lot in traditional smoking or barbecue or whatever, um, it, you cut out a lot of that space that you could use there in regards to just a vertical space. So we've actually, you know, some of our newer grills have a taller cooking chamber. You know, we've added more vertical space up front and in back. So you have a little more volume or cubic inches within the cooking chamber. Um, and dual shelves that are removable or whatever. And that's, that's great when cooking, um, bigger items like, uh, chickens or turkeys or whatever. So it looks like they, um, they came back out with the, uh, XXL vertical pellet smoker this year. 
uh, they had gotten rid of that product for a while, hadn't they? And they decided to yeah. re-engineer it. Yeah. So when we when when we first a great product actually, and if you want to do a lot of low and slow and hold a lot of capacity, that's a great item. Um, so we originally launched it, um, and there was a few things that we wanted to change kind of right off the bat, we realized, you know what, we've really got to change these things. And then it took us, it took us, so we, so we stopped production on it. We changed a few things and then, and then we, and then we brought it back and that's been in the line for a little while now. And, um, it's a great, great item. Your high temp, it, well, your temperature range on that is like 160 to about 300, maybe 350. And then from there, which, which makes it a great item for all your low and slow. And you can also hang and all that kind of stuff so i can see it being good for you know the comp barbecue guys especially you know loading it up with their ribs and and uh pork butts and brisket and all that but uh i like more versatile things so the you know the uh, smoke pro or the woodwind you know are more for me i like to be able to do more than one thing with the with the grills that i have on my patio so okay oh all right what else do you want to talk about let's uh start to wrap this thing up yeah. but we've talked a lot about about the camp chef and the products and like i said um kind of pointed out a lot of the things that i like about the company and and the products and the innovation so we've always got to be pushing the envelope and uh you know seeing what else we can do to make it make it better easier more versatile stronger last longer something on the products we make so in camp chef's always trying to do that. And I think one of the things that Camp Chef always tries to keep in mind when we're, when they're, you know, our design team is building and designing these products is, is the, is you, is the, is the customer. Like you're the end guy and, and, and everybody's got different tastes. Everybody's got different styles of doing things. Everybody's got, you know, their own way to do stuff. And um, Camp Chef really wants to embrace that and make products so that you can do things your way. Um, however that is, however you want to do that, you know, there's no best way to cook a burger, best way to cook a, a steak. I've got my opinions and I've got found what I really like, but, um, sometimes my neighbor next door doesn't, he might not like it that way, but he can still have the same grill and cook it his own way. Well, and I'm a big proponent of that as well. There's always, I like cooking different things, different ways. So, I mean, and that's, kind of what what you guys are offering with your products you got different you know cooking uh methods different cooking styles different cooking you know utensils so um make sure you guys check out camp chef's website as well they have a big uh website full of all their products they've got a blog they've got videos all kinds of recipes and stuff like that on there um make sure you follow them on on their facebook page camp chef's facebook page because like Ryan said, they'll do live demos as well. Uh, I know uh, I've seen a bunch of them where you guys are cooking your lunch and stuff and you have your chef. What's the chef's yeah. name that you guys have on staff? Yeah, Jack. Chef Jack. Good guy, yeah. So I've seen him on there as well. But um, make sure you check out Camp Chef. Check out their products. Um, I know they sell them at um, Dick's or on Amazon as well. But I'll, I'll link in the description below their website and, um, and the Facebook page and all that as well so thanks again ryan for being on is there anything else you wanted to say you know just if everybody's out there listening it's just get cooking just cook some good food and encourage other people to cook good food that's that's all that that's what it, that's what it really boils down to and um 
you know, we just hope that everybody, everybody really, you know, who's listening to this, hopefully they, they enjoy that and uh, they share that with other people. Yeah. It's the passion of cooking and not just cooking for yourself, but cooking for other people that I think inspires people to, uh, you know, to learn more and, you know, check out, you know, you know, a lot of the new products too, and always change. So that's me. I like cooking. I like cooking for other people. I like making people happy. And I like to, I don't like to do the same thing over and over again. So, and I think with the products like the Camp Chef stuff, where they're always innovating, it lets you do that as well. But thanks for joining me, Ryan. And uh, I'm sure we'll have you on again sometime in, down the road when you're announcing some new products. But um, thanks for joining me. Thanks, Darren. It's uh, been a pleasure to be here on your show. And uh, we'll talk soon. All right. Thanks again. And uh, see you guys on the next Fire and Water Cooking Podcast. Thanks again for following us on the Fire and Water Cooking Podcast today. I want to thank our guest, Ryan Neely from Camp Chef for joining us. Make sure you check out the links below for Camp Chef's website and products. Make sure you check out Inkbird in the links below as well. Make sure you check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We're doing a giveaway on Facebook right now. Make sure you follow us. Over $500 in merchandise. So check us out and check us out on the next Fire and Water Cooking Podcast.